Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepard talk about what to do when you've lost your authority with your teen. Let's listen in. Parents today are a part of the Starbucks generation. They they love to sit around and have coffee and talk with people. (laughs) And they love doing that with their kids. And what has happened is parents, out of their own lifestyles when they were being raised, have engaged in such a way with their kids that they've decided, I want to have a good relationship Mm -hmm. with my kids. And so they've done that. And I've got to tell you, it's been amazing to see what has happened. I mean, we have youth ministers in churches where nobody thought there would ever be youth ministers. We have parents doing things with kids that we never thought they would do. Parents spend time with kids. They give things to their kids. They wrap their life around their kids. They treat them like little demigods sometimes. (laughs) But what happens is is those kids become very selfish and they want everybody to rotate their world around theirs. And as a result, when we move into adolescence and this child begins to engage with other kids that are just as selfish as they are, now we've got a problem and parents try to correct things. But when you've been a friend to your child for so many years and not the authority, it's very difficult to engage in correction, in discipline, in those wise conversations Mm -hmm. that make those, you know, timely suggestions of moving a child to a good place. And authority gets lost when you have to be the bad guy sometimes. What you're saying is a parent needs to be a parent. They do. They don't need to be a parent. You know, and there's a difference between the two. I want to have a great relationship with my child, but you know what? I don't want to lose the authority that I need to help correct and give them direction in their life in the process. This parent says, within the last five to six months, our daughter has become very belligerent, disrespectful, and extremely angry. Her grades have gone from A's and B's to F's. There is an older boy she says she's in love with, and she has isolated herself from all of her friends. She will lie to see him as well as sneak out of the house. We also suspect she's using recreational drugs and drinking. We just want our daughter back. We don't even know this angry child. Any help or advice you could give us would be an answer to prayer. Yeah, what a tough situation they're in. You know, there's a there's an opportunity here that they have to exert some authority. And, and my point is that there are times that you're going to see a child start to move in a negative direction like this family has. Chances are, you, you know, if they're reading, you know, emails that we send out and get our newsletter or they read my books. They're Christians. They're believers. Mm-hmm. They they really want good things for their kids. Not that other people don't, but I mean, they're there for a reason. And so now they're, they're seeing a, a change in their child. And if they've had a great relationship with her, now's the time to be a little bit stronger with her and start lining some things out because... They're going to need to be strong. They're going to need to exert some authority, and they're going to need to show who's boss, you know, to this young lady who is living in their home. But if they've built a relationship that's, hey, I'm not your mom or dad, I'm your friend, and can't we just talk this through? Yeah. That's going to confuse the teenager. They really will confuse them, and and they will rebel and go someplace else. And I say rebel. It just, rebellion, I think I would link with the word rejection. They're just going to go, I don't want a part of this. I'll go somewhere 
somewhere else. And so that's what a child does. They get involved with somebody else that that perhaps can speak some authority to them in some way. Not the kind that we want, but they still are controlled by other people. Well, it's and it's interesting to me that these kids that that have the great relationship with their parents, they feel like their parents aren't giving them wisdom mm-hmm. because wisdom doesn't come from friends. Yeah. It comes from those in authority. Right. And so when you lose the authority, you lose the wisdom, and so they go someplace else to find that. That's where you see young ladies dating older boys. You see young boys going after older girls or getting involved in something that stimulates their thoughts and gives them direction, perhaps negatively, from another group of people out there. So how does a parent get back to being a parent? If they've been too too much of a friend to their teenager, how do they get back to that position of authority and yet keep a relationship? Absolutely. You know, I mean, and that's a great question because most of the emails we get are, my kid was doing well. Now they're not. They're flunking. They're experimenting with drugs. They're involved with somebody. They're involved with different types of lifestyles now. And how do we get them back? And I tell everybody, you know what? Read the books. There's a part of me that I, I really do say that, that you're going to have to get a mindset to read books that we've written that intentionally address those issues. But but what they're going to have to do is have a meeting with the child. And they say, well, when do we have those meetings? You say it's the next birthday, at the beginning of summer, at the end of summer. Uh, we're going to have a meeting at Thanksgiving. You know, this Christmas, something's going to look different. We're going to start the new year with some new rules. You know, we're not going to go through March the way we've gone through every other March. You know, Mother's Day is something special, and I have an announcement to make. Father's Day is something, you know, this is your birthday. Something's going to be different. You look for an opportunity to say, you know what? There's some things that are going on with our home that we are no longer in support of, and they've got to change, and this is what we'd like to change. So you're going to make an announcement. Uh, I have an announcement. A change is coming to this house. That's right, and it's got to be different, but you say it in such a way that's engaging with them in the relationship, but it's saying to your child also, I want you to know that I feel so strong about this that I'm not here to be liked all the time, even though that's what I have done that I have been your friend because I want to be your friend, but a friend sticks closer than a brother Mm. and will even wound one another to get to a good spot and risk losing the relationship if they really keep the other person uh, in the mindset that they are more important than the relationship. And so a parent who risks himself or herself for a child and says, you know what, I'm willing to give this direction even if you don't like me. Hmm. I ask parents all the time, why is it so important for your child to like you? I mean, you already love one another. You have a great relationship. Hmm. But at the same time, if you have a great relationship, then you ought to have a great relationship when you have conflict within the relationship as well. And now that's what a deep relationship is, one that weathers good times, one that weathers bad times. And so moving toward a child and saying, here's some things that I want to see change. Here's some things that we're going to do different. Gives the opportunity for a child to say, you know what? I don't like you anymore. You know what? That may be the first step to maturity Mm -hmm. that your child begins to understand what real relationships are. If you're a parent of a teen, you know that today's teenagers live in a different world than the one you were raised in. That means your style of parenting needs to be very different too. Too many parents parent their teens with principles that come across as authoritarian or judgmental, and such styles just aren't effective anymore. There is a better way, 
one that helps parents and their teens thrive together in today's culture. In the nine-week video course, Tough Guys and Drama Queens, Mark Regston will give you a new vision of the sort of role they could play in the life of their teens and help them understand the world through the eyes of their children. This course comes with a facilitator's book, a copy of Mark's Tough Guys and Drama Queens book, and a participant's guide. There's even questions at the end of each lesson to help provoke discussion in case you want to go through the course with your friends, neighbors, or church group. You can order the Tough Guys and Drama Queens curriculum series by visiting ParentingTeenResources.com. Any discipline, nobody likes in the moment. Well, let me tell you, your, your kids, if they're teens, they have plenty of friends. They don't need another friend. Yeah. What they need is a parent. And parents, I say that strongly because, because you and I have grown up in a world that wants to develop relationships with kids. And I love having relationships. But there is a balance between the relationship and being the authority that God has called us to be in their life that gives hope and direction and guidance and sets that path and develops those boundaries and puts rules into place and, and consequences in place, not so that we can control them, but where where we can help them get to the place that God has created for them to be and really the place that they want to end up also. You have to choose your battles wisely. We, we've said that over and over again. You can't correct everything all at once. You can can't. You? You, you correct everything at once. I mean, then, I mean, you're going to be worn out. And I mean, so will they. They, you, they will be. And you may push them off the edge. You'll push them out because they want to go to a place where they can find relief from the world, not come home and be have it be more intensified. I think a lot of kids leave home just because when they come home, all they hear is judgment. All they hear is the intensity. And moms and dads, your, your kids need to feel a place of rest and a place of authority. There's security in that. There is significance in that, that you're willing to go to bat and challenge your child's actions for a good purpose. You're willing to fight with them because you are fighting for them. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay to set down some rules. It's okay to say, you know what? Discipline is going to be more than just punishment. Discipline is going to be the opportunity for us to get to a good place. You say that discipline is a lot more than just rules, consequences, and justice. It's training them. That's the key thing. That's right. And, and if you're like me, I don't like training. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. when people come in and go, okay, now do these exercises, I'm going, I don't want to do that. I, I would rather just sit around and do nothing. But, Mark, it's in your best interest. That's right. And you know what? I need to do that. And parents, you're called to push your child and then to speak truth to them amidst the pushing. And discipline helps them get to a place where they want to be, and it keeps them from ending up at a place where they don't want to go. You know, I, I think it is, it is much easier to remain in authority uh, while developing a good relationship with our kid than reestablishing authority oh, and yeah. take a chance of losing the relationship we have with them. Yeah. And so I hope wherever parents are, perhaps you have not been in authority and you need to reestablish, you need to have a time that you sit down and start talking with your child before you hit those troubled waters. I mean, start preparing now. And to those parents who have preteens, 
remain an authority. Don't be afraid to exercise, you know, the authority that's needed to help your child. But, you know, by all means, maintain a relationship. Mark, it's always a good idea for parents to get together and to talk about what they're going through with their teens. Absolutely. You know, parents, when they do get together and talk and just share what's going on within their family, they learn from one another. I mean, it's just the way that we're made up as parents. So I encourage people to do that all the time. Spend some time together. Enjoy one another's company, not only of the good things, but share some of those difficult things so that you can be an encouragement to one another. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful to your family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.